candy-colored clown they call the Sandman Tiptoes to my room every night Just to sprinkle stardust and to whisper Go to sleep, everything is all right I close my eyes Then I drift away Now, proper now. Right, I'm going to switch over to my iPad so I get better sound quality. If this wasn't free, I would have some complaints. <laughs> that sounds. That's the that's the cover of the book. That's the cover of the book. Honest oh. to God. <laughs> All of them are like this. It, there's there's always like one person with a ginormous head on the cover. Uh, hoping that guy is not an officer. Yes. Uh, really going to make the VC. That's a big target. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Shoot the big head. Shoot the big head. All right. Uh, oh back. my gosh. Uh, <laughs> war is friendly. It gets better. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Hiroshima. Oh, oh my Lord. God! <laughs> yes, the, these are the books my daughter picked out. Is there a Nagasaki a mushroom book cloud? A New York Times best-selling series. <laughs> okay, sorry. Now, now we're back. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, welcome to book club. This is a new podcast we're trying out, <laughs> where we uh, put screenshots of our children's books up on in rocket or discord excuse me uh no, but, welcome but they are related to what we're doing <laughs> they are they are although again jesse's hacked my notes uh with that <laughs> mushroom cloud so uh so welcome to fall of delta green 1963 this is our jaunt through history with in theory an occult a natural flair to it, although it's been mostly history recently in our game. Uh, i got a full crew of agents tonight, so as is our tradition, we will have everybody introduce themselves and uh, share what they're drinking. So we're going to start tonight with Mark. Tell us who oh. your agent is and what he's drinking, or you're drinking. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Greg Lamont. I am a... Uh... Naval intelligence officer in Saigon to uh, observe the, the North Vietnamese uh, naval shipping. Um, I am drinking coffee again. Although uh, Ty said he started already, and I got a couple of Amstels in the fridge, I might end up tapping into those at the first break. Nothing like positive peer pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Jason, tell us about your character and what are you drinking? 
Uh, I am drinking a Negroni because it's Tuesday, and why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made, brand. yeah, I made 500 mil of Negroni. So we'll see how the night takes takes us. Um, I am playing Lin Song. She is uh, an interpreter by day and an interrogator by night for the Central Intelligence Office of the Republic of Vietnam. Not the People's Republic, just the Republic. The Republic of Vietnam, excellent. My 18-year-old uh, daughter <clears throat> yesterday, or Sunday, we were watching the Olympics, said, People's Republic of China, what's that mean? <laughs> and I got, to, I got to tell her about communism. Nice. And how it's different than the Republic of China. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is different. Was there like kind of a warm gleam in your eye as you told her about communism? Or? I'm not a communist. How dare you? Okay. All right. No, no the warm gleam would be from back when, right. you know, there was Cold War and, and <laughs> yeah. all you had to worry things, about. Was things are so much simpler. Were bigger. <laughs> yeah. I do miss me some Cold War, so I will, I will go with that. So, uh, Lord Jesse, you want to tell us about your character and what you might be drinking? Jack Cooper uh, is my agent. He is a Korean War veteran who uh, settled down in Vietnam uh, after that war and has been working as an interpreter, and, but mostly as an activist uh, for, for the Buddhists uh, in Vietnam. Uh, he is Buddhist himself. Um, and I am drinking a rum and coke because nice. I'm finally caught up enough with work that I can get drunk. Nice. <laughs> Congrats. Uh, interesting. Jack Cooper thought he left the Korean War far, far behind, but recent events suggest maybe it's not as far behind him as he thought. So. Yes, that was... Um... Yeah, he... <laughs> He's hoping for for justice and or closure. Uh, it's likely neither will will be available to him. Is he really hoping for justice? Really? I mean, he uh... no, but he does want <laughs> the, he does want the U.S. to to learn a lesson. Okay. Right. I mean, fortunately for him, they they will maybe sort of learn that lesson in the coming years. Yeah, unless you guys change something. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great thing about playing in history. Uh, so going to get Westmoreland all the troops he wants. That's right. That's all I really make, needed. That'll make everything better. <laughs> or maybe Westy has a terrible accident. You know. Great Nations arrives early. So, uh, and that takes us to Ty. Ty, who are you playing and what are you drinking? That, that's me. I am playing Willie Kane, who, uh, eh, the secret's out, really. He's uh, works for the CRA, CIA in the uh, local embassy. Uh, he's a case officer in the Directorate of, Directorate of Plans. And his handler in real life, i.e. me, is having a... I just pulled a Frosty mug from the freezer and poured a Stella. Good man. Nice. Nice. 
Uh, and I am your handler of the game, uh, often referred to as Rex, uh, sometimes referred to as Sexy Rexy, hence Sexy Rexy Productions. Um, I'm currently drinking water, but I am also fairly caught up with work, so it's possible at break I'm going to break open some red wine and uh, have a nice steady descent into the evening. Uh, okay. So uh, we last played a week ago. Does anyone want to do a super quick recap? And, and what we could do is have each of you kind of do a, just a quick recap of what your character mainly did. Uh, and then we'll talk about what you guys are going to do tonight. Yeah, I'll, uh, maybe I'll start off. Uh, Willie was at a restaurant and we began, began the session uh, was kind of wrapping up uh, a a meal with uh, an ex-girlfriend um, and kind of shoot her away or set her aside so that he could watch a uh, former, F- well, I guess, I don't know if he's former, but he's he's a, a, a CIA operative that he recognized, uh, Conan, Cohen, Conan, uh, Lucian Conan, Conan. Conan was uh, speaking with a General Din, Mm-hmm. Um, who had some uh, responsibilities for, uh, I want to say, local um, protection, you know, local command, local to he, Saigon. He, he commands the one of the four core that are like mm-hmm. the main administrative uh, pieces of the Arvin. Uh, and his core is third core, which has responsibility for basically Saigon, and the area north and northwest of Saigon. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be a super nerd and point to the fact that Four Corps boundary rubs like the very southwest corner of Saigon, or at least the area of Saigon. So I don't know how nerdy we want to be at this point about that. It's safe to say that Third Corps oversees uh, the defense of Saigon from the communist threat. Got it. Got it. Um, and so they were they were having a discussion. I think the general had a couple of staff members with them. Um, and then at some point there was a a quiet exchange of um, of uh, keys at the table uh, from Conan to um, to one of the general staff members who proceeded outside and transferred a mysterious bag from one car to the trunk of another car. Um, and Willie observed some of this uh, frustrated and, and perhaps out of ideas. At some t- point, his patience ran out and not knowing any better, he uh, punched a, uh, the driver of the car and slammed his head into the, the, the door, knocked him out and used the keys to steal the... Uh, the mysterious bag, mysterious small suitcase. And then ultimately got to a safe place to uh, explore the contents of the bag. And it was, uh, to my surprise, uh, a couple hundred thousand dollars, if I remember correctly. And on oh, French francs. Yeah, 250,000 US dollars and, you know, a bunch of paper francs that are probably worth like 25 more dollars or something. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
So I have this big question mark over my head about why is Conan paying off Din? And what is he getting in return? Those are two fantastic questions that you may choose to explore. Uh, okay, good. Uh, anybody else? I will almost certainly punch it out of somebody if, if given the chance. <laughs> anybody else want to recap what they learned, experienced, saw, deduced, inferred, implied? Um, yeah. I'll oh, go ahead. Strong and I met with um, an old Chinese lady at a school. Um, what's her name? Y'all did a terrible job with notes, by the way, last time. But if you look at my post-session notes, mm-hmm. farther down, her name is in there. Xiao Zhang. Xiao Zhang. Xiao Zhang. Um, we learned that um, the Black Dragon's heart was split into several pieces, and what we saw might possibly be attributable to one of those pieces. Um, but as or it might not. The, or it might not. And as for the Eighth Mountain, uh, people have been searching for it, and it's not really known where it is, but uh, one of the pieces is said to be uh, stored there uh, to prevent it from being reunited with the others and resurrecting the... Very, very bad mean old dragon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe when Jason comes back, if he wants to add something else to that. Uh, Mark, what do you remember from? Yeah, I didn't get session? to listen to the. I didn't get to listen to the recording. However, Greg was. I mean, he was uh, like kind of. Uh, I don't say out of the action, but he was a uh, kind of a side player last time. He was primarily. Um, Watching, he spent the time observing the, the was it the uh, the Marines? It was the Marines, right? Yeah, they were Correct. doing a, yep. um, an urban assault uh, in the uh, in Saigon exercises, like mili- like maneuvers, and uh, so he was observing that. Had a few questions about why the Marines, who were you know originally planning on uh, doing an you know, practicing amphibious assaults were now taking up defensive positions or defensive uh, maneuvers inside the city. Which led him to uh, infer that this is something that the government uh, is preparing for, a contingency that they, uh, you know, can expect in the future. And uh, And then he went back to the I can't remember after that. Did I did, refresh my memory? Did he go further than that? I think that was the the, the main thing he did, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So uh, you definitely got the sense that the uh, major commanding the battalion of South Vietnamese Marines um, was a little frustrated that he wasn't more actively prosecuting the war, and mm-hmm. he let he let slip a statement that you could infer. Um, that he was being kept on a short leash in Saigon. Right, right, okay. To, to make sure that if anybody challenged the dim regime, they'd be ready to deal with it. 
communist or any other threat to the regime. Uh, and then you went back and kind of poked around. Intelligence reports, you know, right? Intelligence reports. And yep, yep. you kind of formed the conclusion, really kind of corroborated that, um, that, uh, you know, there were places where the South Vietnamese Marines could be useful in eradicating mm -hmm. Viet Cong strongholds. There, there were some coastal strongholds or, or strongholds in the Delta where the amphibious vehicles would be of, a, of use. And they weren't sending the Marines to deal with them, but they kept, kept them basically in Saigon training and close at hand, um, mm -hmm. which is frustrating to the United States military because they spent a lot of money and time, and this is a pretty proficient unit. It would probably be very effective if they actually were out fighting communists. Um, so you definitely got the the feel, and it's not like some you know sh shocking revelation. Um, there have been prior attempted coups against DM uh, by members of the military. So there is an aspect of DM's regime where uh, you know they never want anyone to get too powerful and have too much sway. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and again, just the characters will know, particularly Willie's character, there was a mention of a character, Big Men, who was a very popular general. He played a vital role in the 1955 Battle of Saigon. And uh, because he was really popular and really successful, basically DM sidelined him with a bunch of you know, posts that sounded like they're big deals. Like his current title is like, uh, military advisor to the to the president of Vietnam, but he doesn't command any troops and he doesn't really do anything because DM just can't stomach the idea that if he had any authority or power, he might you know pose himself as a as a rival to DM. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's fair. Uh, Jason, you back with us? I am. Uh, Jesse kind of covered the <clears throat> takeaways from mm -hmm. meeting with. Uh, uh, Xiaozhang, um, I don't know if you wanted to add anything to it. And then obviously where we faded to black was after that school meeting. Yep. Um, Jack Cooper and Lin Song were followed. Lin, they split up and then Lin doubled back and managed to follow the followers. And I think where we faded to black is you followed one of those subjects back to a location uh, and all this was happening in Cholong. The school's located in the Cholong district, which is the ethnically Chinese subdivision of uh, Saigon. Um, and uh, Jack Cooper wandered off to a market and these guys followed him and then one broke off and he went to a building that you know from your experience is associated with Chinese organized crime. I think that's where we faded to black. So, um, so we can do a, so we can talk for a couple of minutes about how you guys want to play it, and then I'm fine picking the camera back up immediately where it faded to black. I'm also fine like jumping forward, and you guys tell me how that situation played out. Um, so you can choose to approach it the way you want to approach it. Hmm. 
And for those of you who've not looked, I did put some notes in our shared Google Doc. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of my, and I copied and pasted something that I put in there before about uh, the bureaucracy skill and, and why you have that and the network skill and why you have that. Um, just as a unsubtle reminder that unlike other, you know, investigator type games where you have to go everywhere yourself and do everything yourself, um, you can potentially use these other resources to pull information in, gain information, get people to act on your behalf. Um, you just can't do the, oh, I create a network contact who knows everything that's happened and he tells me. That, yeah. That would be kind of boring. So anyways, Jesse knows everything I'm doing, so it doesn't, you don't even need that. So, <laughs> so this is where you as players make choices <laughs> that I react to. <laughs> Uh, Jesse, do you have anything in Cholon? Do you do you want to pick up there? I I don't know. I, mean, I I think Lynn as a character has kind of what she needs by seeing the guy go in to that building. So I'm okay fast forwarding, but I'm also okay playing I mean, playing the Jack, market. Jack, Jack was just stopping by the local mm. apothecary to grab some some white flour. Stuff's good. Yeah. Um, so we could probably fast forward that. Yep. Okay. Um, let's do this. Why don't we pull you guys all back together, mm -hmm. and then potentially y'all can uh, hash out which direction you want to go. Again, I I threw some suggested things that y'all might want to chase yeah. or gather information on. <laughs> So I, th I think we can start with all of us arriving back um, and and seeing the you know a giant briefcase full of money, <laughs> being like small um, suitcase. Drinks are on me. You do have an asset that many agents don't. <laughs> I love being in the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> it pays great. Yeah, I could see Willie Kane being the guy, uh, like, you know, 16 years later, uh, who says, man, there's got to be a way to make money in South America. Uh, what can we do? <laughs> hmm. Wait, if you take this stuff to Miami, you know what this would be worth in Miami? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Technically outside the remit of Fall of Delta Green, but... You could you could get me to run that game. So <laughs> follow up Delta Green eighty three. Right. <laughs> yeah, could I mean could, could go as late as eighty three. So. Operation Urgent Fury was kinda weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Well I I looked uh, up from the uh the, the pile of money uh and I, I guiltily am shoving it back into the into the suit the small suitcase, and it's like, guys, uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, interesting night. Uh, where you guys been? What have you been up to? I've uh, had a interesting night myself. 
yeah, uh, looks looks like it. Um, something you want to tell us? Well, I didn't think I did, but I, I think I have no other choice. Uh, looks like the CIA and the uh, Vietnamese army are are dealing behind our backs, dealing dealing through unofficial cha uh, channels, and perhaps uh, not surprisingly, but still raises a lot of suspicions on my end of things. Which direction? I'm assuming you you intercepted this this pay payoff. Uh, which direction was it going? Uh, it was going from uh, the CIA to uh, uh, Vietnamese army leadership, uh, and uh, I uh, just kind of based on who I saw doing it, and I'm not at this point at liberty to disclose, but I think somebody who's who's here has been here who probably shouldn't be. And uh, given the directives I'm getting officially from from my leaders, um, probably shouldn't be double dealing like that. So, um, but hey, I have Lynn, a couple you ideas. Wanna, you want to grab your cut now? Doesn't look like uh, your superiors are going to get theirs. <laughs> Lynn just glares. <laughs> we might have to find a way to put this back, but. Uh, I suspect it, they know they're that were they're onto us or they're yeah they're probably might be too late for that might be too late for that that's the right thing to do though uh, is it the right thing to do is it the right <laughs> thing to do <laughs> I I can't imagine anything again. good happening from the uh, from the U S paying off the Vietnamese army well we'll save that for later I think. Uh, the bigger question is is why what is uh what is uh, the CIA getting in return for their money maybe it has something to do with those uh weren't they doing some amphibious uh <laughs> they were they were supposed to be but their operations were changed they were i i went down to witness what was supposed to be an amphibious invasion and i and instead they were just practicing Defending against an urban assault. Defending? Huh. I, will, I will insert the word responding to... Responding. Resp okay, let's put uh, it that okay. way. To an, to an urban assault. Dealing with a... You know, practicing on how to deal with a communist takeover of within the urban confines dealing with that so okay <clears throat> they worried someone else is gonna raid the temples find things they didn't <sighs> when uh, lynn says perhaps they were paying for intelligence hmm. seems unlikely i can't imagine they don't know everything they want to know from the upstanding and very transparent organization that is the Vietnamese Army. No one overestimates an American like an American. <laughs> well, we can speculate all you want, but I, I think I have a, a contact uh, who may be, may be able to help us. 
bum, bum, bum. Or, or, like, or, or maybe I, I, could, I could make him inclined to help us. Nice. Willie, like are that, you thinking man. about uh, using some network to create a contact? Or are you going to uh, reach out to somebody you already have? Uh, <laughs> You know, Conan uh, has an executive. Uh, I'll, let's let's put him down the the chain a little bit. He's got a an executive assistant. No, what is it? An assistant executive assistant. Does that make sense? <laughs> so not his executive assistant, but his assistant. Assistant to the executive assistant. I don't even know if CIA officers called, have executive assistants. Secretaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I yeah, I did I didn't want to make it an admin type role, more more of a I'll, I'll say this out. It is 1963. It's a man, yeah. first of all. Uh, um, but but Tom, let's put it this way: Tom Donahue uh, is someone I know who works for Conan um, okay. in a variety of capacities. I'll, I, again, I use the term executive assistant type rather okay. than administrative type um and yeah uh i i don't know i'm trying to think would he be based in saigon i'm trying to think of what would he be back in dc uh, i'll tell I you what or do you care let, let, well though I, I mean to me when um you know there's a, there's a skill in the game called preparedness which is mm -hmm. basically points that you park and basically allow you to have the thing you need to have at mm -hmm. the right time, you know, because the super cool agents always, you know, off screen have made yeah. preparations to deal with whatever network in a way is like the, the human side of that. Right. You know, right. Right. When you hit a, you know, roadblock or a stone wall, you know, suddenly the guys show up and help you out. Oh, cause my buddy and I knew him and this, that, and the other, and I made a call and blah, blah, blah. I arranged this two days ago. Um, so with network, I'll let you say who it is. I'll let you tell me where they are. As yep. long as it's not completely implausible, you know, just uh, for the quality of the game, obviously the more compelling and persuasive you make it, that's better for everybody's immersion. But um, this guy could be where you want. And in the, in the, amount of points you put in effectively lets you get the amount of information you want to get out. You know, like a one point network person is going to give you something useful. Like a three point network person, you know, could get you really useful information or get you some really cool equipment or get you access to a really important place. Um, so you can decide yep. to do that, just commit the network. And then once you zero somebody out, Who's a network contact? Then potentially, I can mess with them at that point in time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, so, yeah. So Donahue has this kind of again this executive assistant role. He's back in D.C. He manages uh, a lot of Conan's um, not relationships. I mean, again, he's he's more than administrative, uh, but he has been stuck in D.C. So he's not. Uh, in country, and you know the the he and Willie Kane go back a handful of years. Perhaps they went through a little bit of training together, so they're they're not necessarily friends. They know each other, 
but here's the thing, and I'll just preface this by saying I looked up extortion. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, I, look, I looked up blackmail. Uh, just did a quick search, types of blackmail on Google. And I'm going to go with this one because it was 1963. Uh, Willie is one of the few people that know that Donahue is a homosexual. Okay. And in 1963... Uh, that is a career ender. Yeah, not... Uh, not uh, um, not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but there is in, in 1963. And that did like it prosecuted in some places. Yeah. Yeah. Known, so. so, I mean, I guess where I'm going with this is uh, I'm going to, Willie's, I'm going to use this knowledge. And, and, and Donahue knows that I know. Uh, there's perhaps an incident that, you know, led to this knowledge. Um, and uh, Willie is going to use that to kind of put the screws to, to Donahue to say, hey, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me about what Conan's up to, been up to. What have you been arranging for him? Uh, who has he been seeing? What has he been telling you? That kind of thing. Um, okay. So. Uh, interesting use of network. I'm actually completely on board with it. Uh, so how many network points do you want to put into that? Yeah, and if I, if I, and I did a quick scan of the rules too. Um, I mean, so the, the more that I put in the, like I've got 10. <laughs> right. And, and, and I, isn't there a maximum of five? Uh, Is there could be. Yeah. You start with five. I mean, for five network, he'll suck your dick. So really, <laughs> <laughs> well, he may do that for free, but right, exactly. Um... Yeah, I, I, you know, understanding that again, the one thing you can't do with network is, oh. you know, compel me to give you "quote unquote" the answer to all the mysteries and the whole thing. But um, right. so, yeah, where I think you're going with this. I probably would not put more than three network in there yeah. and you don't have to spend them all at the same time. You know, you could spend some here, spend some there. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I would feel bad if you put more than three in and then later on you're like, man, I really wish I had some more network. Uh, Cause I, yeah. I could use so, something to do something else for me. Yeah. And I think I, the way I kind of set it up a moment ago, it was, it was kind of like, tell me what, Excuse me. Tell me what you know. I'm also mm -hmm. interested in go find out what you can. Like okay. if you don't know now, go 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 know. <laughs> Whatever. Go find out. Okay. All so right. yeah, put uh, three, put three points in. Okay. And then on your character sheet, there should be a place like at the bottom of your character sheet. It's probably called contacts. Um, mm -hmm. And just like put his name down and put like a you know, three slash three uh, to yeah. start with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I switch over to the notes and then there's network contacts. There you go. And Tom Donahue. Yeah. So, uh, cause I don't want to jump in your character sheet because then that potentially shuts other people off from Got it. doing yep. stuff while I'm in there. Pulling around. Typing it in uh, right now. Now you do need to take the three points out of your, Network pool. I'm not that generous. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Okay. Uh, let's finish that. Uh, how do I save that? That'll work. And on the abilities, and I just three, boom. Yep. You actually didn't need to do a roll, but that's okay. So yeah, I don't know how to not do a roll, but. Right. Um, so now the only thing in my mind is uh, I don't know exactly what the time difference between Saigon and DC is, but it's got to be substantial. Um, mm -hmm. So this is, you know, and this is 1963, not, you know, 2021. So. Oh, I just text him. Okay, nice. Perfect. Uh, so I'm assuming you want to speak to him as opposed to send him a telegram or, you know, call call the CIA duty officer and have them write down this thing. So there's going to be a lag in time between. Okay. But I will say, you know, when did Willie begin formulating this idea that, that this is the route he was going to go? When did I yeah. do that? Uh, gosh, I have no idea. I mean, I like, um, like I don't know how to. I, I have no no sense of the calendar in my head right now of, in our in game. Like once the guy showed up and let, let, here, I'll I'll assume we shared everybody's stories. They can do that mm -hmm. in a moment. But I, now that I've heard everybody's story, then I go, you know, straight to a secure line and and call Donahue. So you can go to the embassy to make that call? That sounds like a bad idea. No, uh, no, I, I no, no. They're just they're just what? they're just ideas. Mm -hmm. Why should we why should we be so judgmental? There are no bad ideas. Exactly. <laughs> Only dead people. There are um, <laughs> Only deadly ideas. Only deadly ideas. Yeah. Sure, I'll go to the embassy and do it. Okay. All right, let's kind of see what else everyone else is doing and where yeah. they are rumbling and bumbling with stuff. So I, did you, but did you divulge to the team that your next step is to reach out to this guy that, that you know, if anybody's going to know what Conan's up to, you know, this guy's probably the guy, or at least this guy can find out. Um, yeah. Uh, do, you, I, do you share that I, with the rest of the team? I, I let him know that I know a guy. And okay. I, I think I can get him to help us with what I'm trying to figure out with this this CIA-Vietnamese Army relationship. Um, okay. For the record, Vietnam, uh, Saigon is 11 hours ahead of Washington. There nice. we go. I love players committed to the game. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, you're probably going to be in the world of, in my mind, the way this is played out is our last session, we kind of picked play up with uh, Willie and Greg finishing up from the session before, Willie filling up with, finishing up at the hotel, watching the conversations, and then uh, one punching the driver and getting the bag, and Greg finishing up with the uh, South Vietnamese Marines. And then we kind of went into the next day, uh, Willie and Greg off screen doing stuff. And then Lynn and Jack 
going down and meeting the teacher and learning all about the heart of the black dragon and about jinn and spirits and things of that nature. Um, and then you guys were gathering probably late afternoon, early evening to compare notes. So in my mind, let's say it's, you know, you guys meet up around 5 p.m. local time. And if you go to the embassy, you're going to, uh, if it's 11 hours, yeah, you're probably going to be in a situation where you're going to end up leaving a message with somebody at CIA. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to call you back at some point later, quote unquote, in the evening for you locally. So, um, so what's everyone else thinking about doing? What what other directions do you guys want to go? Hmm. Uh, big picture, Lynn is interested in learning more about the Eighth Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and after we relay our, um, and I guess yeah, we just lay all the cards on the table, right? With what we learned from, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Madam Madam Jing. Um, can't be lying to your Delta Green team member. Right. You can lie to anybody right. else you want, but really shouldn't be lying to them. So. And then relay the, the information about the being followed in Cholon. The, Which if, is if, to Jet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He was completely. That's right. Wait, we were <laughs> followed? By who? <clears throat> Some young men. Who Maybe are... you were followed by young men. I generally <laughs> don't get that. I followed the followers, friend. And as our keeper so eloquently put it, if there were such thing as organized crime. Which there isn't. Which there is not. These two clearly smacked of it. Hmm. I guess that gets Greg's wheels spinning a little bit. So would he have heard of any, um, like any involvement of the Chinese in in the like the political situation of South Vietnam. Let's look at Greg's stuff. I think I was a real patsy handler, by the way, and let you guys refresh network. That's probably one I shouldn't have let you re- refresh, but I was a little surprised. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, so here's what I would suggest. You probably know somebody. Okay. Um, you know, again, technically, um, MacV does not exist yet. I think MacV comes into existence in uh, 1964. Uh, and but Mac, there's Mac, what was MACV? MACV was Military Assistance Command Vietnam, which was kind okay. of the you know umbrella combined all U.S. military under one 
you know, general headquarters. Okay. Um, okay. It, like, like all the training and advising and all that. Before that, it was MAG or MOG, Military Assistance Advisory Group, I believe. Yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain somebody probably got a promotion out of MACV uh, on, as a rebranding exercise. I'm not really sure. Organizationally, it was doing anything other than shuffling stuff around, but mm-hmm. um, marketing, baby. Yes. So within that community, it's a fairly small <clears throat> community. So you probably almost certainly know people that work other aspects of the intelligence picture. Um, so if you wanna, if you wanna create someone and spend some network on them, yeah, let's do that. They can tell you stuff. Your job will be to come up with a name and uh, uh, how about let's see. It could be a Vietnam, uh, like a, a Vietnamese national working. Could be. Sure. If you want to that. Be. Yeah, let's do that. And um, Lynn's going to be really pissed that you're going to some other Vietnamese for intelligence information, by the way. So. Don't take it personal, Lynn. She doesn't have this intel. <laughs> really? That's surprising. I, I'm going to have a question. Well, you, you while well, you think about the name and all that, um, Lynn, you don't think that Chinese organized crimes on the CIOs? Oh no, she she definitely knows. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was being facetious. Ah, uh, oh. got it. Okay. But she will not offer it up. She, she'll she'll gladly see if there's more information for her to find out. Okay. Like, like if he has somebody to call, and we're sharing everything, I'll, I'll let him share. Okay. All right. So to spin the network, we'll hit uh, this right. No, hold on. I just take the network down to a couple points, right? Sure. Okay, let's go. Oh, shit. Um, I'm just going to spend three. Yeah, I I hit that. Uh, It's weird because it keeps changing both your total score and your current score. Yeah. So are you in in play? Uh, I am now. Okay. Okay, so I got to – let me – Edit, go back up, and yeah, because I had you at nine of nine. Yeah, nine. Okay, now we go to play. Uh, network spin three. Okay, there it is. Okay, and this person have a name? Yeah, um, you're gonna give me a minute on that one. Let's see. Okay. (laughs) So here's what I want you to do. I want you to come up with the name like who they work for and you know, like what it is you're expecting them to uh, give you. Uh, And Jack Cooper, what are you thinking you want to do at this point in time? You know, it must be a coincidence. I also have a network I want to go talk to. (laughs) This is how the game is played. (laughs) So 
my my contact is uh, Huo Li, uh, who who owns a restaurant in Chaolong. Okay. Uh, and I know him because uh, in the past um, I have helped um, facilitate the transfer of Buddhists from possibly China, maybe not. Uh, into Vietnam, where they are more welcome. Who knows? Okay. They, they, they're just there. You know, they they were probably always in Vietnam. They just needed a little paperwork. You know, right? Okay. Um. So that sounds like maybe an in person. Yes. Uh, meet. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, and what's that going to? How much of your network are you going to put in this person? Um, I am going to put in two network because, well, I was helpful. I was pretty sure that he might be involved in organized crime. So I was careful not to, um, not to get too close, but, um, but I did help him out, and he helped me out, and so I can find out if if he will be able to help, and he'll he'll give me a price. Okay. Uh, Greg, are you ready to kind of role play communicating with your network connection? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got. Uh, I put his name in the in the in the chat here. Um, let me. Let me add it into the thing, into the notes. Okay. Uh, where are we at? Whoops. Look Young. Look, and I think it's, yeah, Look, look Young. I think that's how they say it. The G is a okay. Y. Any case, um, I think, and Young works at, um, I don't think he works for U.S. directly. He's he's in the the Vietnamese intelligence agency, okay. and there he is involved in monitoring um, a ground movement. Uh, okay, so he's Arvin. He's yeah. Let's say he's Arvin, and just okay. like like Greg's, uh, you know, purview is the is the naval routes, the water routes. His he's doing the same along the. Or, Gather. He's analyzing intelligence about the northern approaches, like the the land okay. uh, approaches and things like that. Okay. And he's a let's call him a he's a lieutenant, okay. also a lieutenant in the in that division. And he works at another office in Saigon, you know, somewhere okay. on the northern side of the, the city. Are you and, gonna? Is this going to be a phone call, or is this going to be a personal visit as well? Yeah, let's gonna, let me get a personal visit. Okay. Uh, so typically, we don't want people. Delta Green typically advises you not to go off alone. You yep. can avoid it, uh, particularly when you're actively working. So, um, is somebody could go with Willie Kane to the embassy. Uh, Lynn would like to. Okay. And uh, Jack, she, she probably doesn't belong around the organized crime elements, just in case there's any recognition. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, I guess that leaves Jack and Greg 
to uh, hit these spots. So, yeah. um, so here's what we'll do. Um, Ty, you said it's 11 hours difference between... Um, yes, Saigon's 11 hours ahead. Okay. So... So I'm going to say that uh, the way this is going to play is that um, that you're going to go and you're going to make that secure call and then you're going to basically stay at the embassy um, until they advise you that he's like come into the office and is ready to communicate to you on the secure line. So, okay. Cause I'm thinking, you know, if you are there at, you know, six at seven in the morning, you know, reasonable expect that in a few hours, he's probably going to uh, be in the office, uh, and able to return the call. So um, let me ask this. Has there ever been a point in the past where Willie's used this to get something like, is this going to be a situation where like he sees your name on the notepad and he's like, gulp? Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a history of holding this over him. But these are desperate times, and so uh, you know he may be gulping because he knows what I know. But it's not right. like I've gone to the well so many times that he every time he sees my name, he's yeah, you know it, it could be a a business. We're, you know we're not we're not necessarily on bad terms, but right. um, uh, but we're not like I said before, we're not close friends either. Or I guess what we could say is you put something in the message that sounded innocuous, but for him would Im- would immediately go to that point of you subtly reminding him that you know his secret. So right, right. okay, right. There's you- there's you're you're investigating, you know, folk tales. <sighs> What would you say, like folk stories slash fairy tales in in Vietnam? <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of bad <laughs> jokes. Be like, you, right you've now. always been a man's man. <laughs> right. right. Need Tell information on Turkish called. prison. So. Um, okay. Uh, so we'll. So the way we'll play this is we'll have uh, Greg and Jack Jack do their thing, then I'll flash back over to. Um, uh, uh, Willie and Lynn uh, at the embassy. So, uh, Greg and Jack, who, where are you going first? Going to go to the restaurant and do that or go to uh, find this lieutenant? I don't think the, the lieutenant restaurant. will take... Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because it won't, it won't take long. And I'm so gonna restaurant ask- first? Restaurant first. Okay. I'm going to ask Greg to, mm-hmm. to wait outside because I'll keep an eye on things. <laughs> so tempting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do some stuff. All right, so I'm going to sit with my, like, my 
like I did in the first uh, season. I would just sit outside with a newspaper and smoking a hat, you know, smoking nice. a cigarette with a hat on. Nice. Hoping that the other guys intentionally uh, show themselves. Because mm-hmm. uh, that was very useful last mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. Uh, so, uh, Jack, remind me who your connection is, your network. Well, Lee. He's a uh, uh, restaurateur uh, slash um, contact for, you know, bringing okay. Buddhist right. expats into the right. country. So when you first come into the restaurant, um, I, I just imagine that, uh, would it be fair to say that this is a restaurant that rarely gets foreign uh, guests, that pretty much it's just local Chinese oh, yeah. and or Vietnamese? Okay. And how, how often do you frequent this place? Would you be known as a regular here? Not for some time. Okay. So the staff uh, look a little puzzled when you first come in and, and then somebody heads off to a back room and then a few minutes later you see your, uh, and then they offer you a table. Um, although they look around carefully and they try to pick the table that like is the farthest away from other guests. And then they, they take you over to that table and, and have you sit down. Are you, are you going to accept their invitation to come sit or are you going to, stand near the front door. Um, I'm going to say I'd, I'm, I'll just uh, order to, to go take out. Is that a thing in 1963? Probably not. Yeah. I mean, it could be. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, so they're very confused now with your, your change to the fundamental principle of restaurant operation. Um, so eventually Mr. Lee comes out and Jackson, it's been too long. And, and does he speak English or are you speaking to him in Vietnamese or Chinese? We're speaking in Vietnamese. Okay. All right. Um, so his Vietnamese is pretty good. He's been around for a while. Um, and you know he greets you. It's been too long. You know, are you are you here to dine? Please let's let's sit down. And um, it's always a pleasure to see you, and always a pleasure to serve you. And and he kind of he, he's taking you to a table. He's not really accepting the invitation to stand in the doorway and talk. Yeah, no, I, I I'll follow him. I just... Okay. Um, so are you are you hungry this evening? Is there something in particular, or do you trust my guidance on the the best thing to order? I trust your guidance. I just have, as many have trusted your guidance. Uh, so he gestures to the staff and he orders some food, you know, quickly. And uh, so, why why tonight? Why? Am I blessed with your presence here after such a long absence? Well, it came to my attention. Uh, one of my colleagues mentioned that uh, some of your boys were following me. He looks looks at you like, what? Jackson, he laughs. 
why would my boys be following you? That's a very good question. I would like to know the answer. Uh, now he looks a little... Uh, um, word. Disappointed that he did not so easily divert you uh, with that. So what specifically are you hoping to to get out of them, and then we can role play that a little bit. Well, I want to know what he's looking for. And and I'm going to put some of my cards on the table. I'm going to say, Mr. Lee, you, you know you can ask me if you want to know what's going on. I wouldn't necessarily expect someone with your background and your beliefs to really understand or empathize with, with my lot in life and the things that um, while I'm, I'm sure you see me as someone who's very accomplished and very well established in uh, the community. There's there are always others. There's always someone that each of us owes some fealty to, uh, particularly in my line of, of work. So uh, I was just asked to make sure that my, he uses the term, you know, the term he uses, you know, if we were in, New Jersey in the 20s, you know, maybe the capo, you know, the, the not necessarily the ultimate highest person at the top of an organization, but um, certainly up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that higher level management, for lack of a better term. Um, but he doesn't use a term that's quite that undignified. It's kind of an honorific, you know, it makes it almost sound like he's a relative, but clearly he's not a relative. Uh, and uh, this person has a name, and I will tell you that name in just a moment. Uh, Ming Kuo, Q-U-O. Ming Kuo. Uncle Ming just asks that... um, If strangers were in town, and and particularly if they were asking questions about myths and legends and folk tales and going to unusual places, that he'd be made aware of it. Seems like a simple request. My Young men uh, can't always be washing dishes and bussing tables, and he kind of laughs. Um, so from time to time, they need other outlets for their energies. So this, of course, this I, seems I like would a, be... a small task. I hope yes. I hope they didn't cause you any offense no, or any harm. No. no, had my colleague not not seen them, I would not know any better. And I knew that if I had seen them, they you would have told me immediately. Do you 
I'm pretty sure we've already established this, but uh, let's look at your character sheet. Um, so when you say colleague, you just get a, like he just slightly leaned in um, and, and appears to have a little more interest at this point in time. So uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't ask about your colleague, but the, the word colleague definitely kind of caught his attention. Uh, and he seemed a little more attentive to what you're saying at that point in time. But he, he's not asking about your colleague. But you noticed that he had interest in that. Do with that what you will. Yes, it's 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 funny how disparate people can be interested in the same myths and legends. Do you think your um, your uncle would would wish to speak with me about myths and legends? Hmm. Jackson, you have made such a great impression in your time here, and you are an exemplary Buddhist, as wrongheaded as that might be, as far as a set of beliefs. It's uh, still admirable how you've accepted and embraced something and, and pursued something uh, that was completely alien to the culture you were born to and the culture you were raised in. And your empathy and your passion have always been remarked upon. But your judgment in who you choose as a colleague, regardless of their interest, uh, might make it difficult for me to vouch for you under these circumstances. Understandable. In this case, I did not have a choice in the matter. She works for those who make our life difficult. Uh, <laughs> and those who make the life of all people who live here difficult. And likely those fools will destroy this place in their desperate attempts to hold on to power and uh, burnish their vanities. Uh, fear not. If they do not destroy it, I'm sure the Americans will come in and finish the job. He kind of blanches when you say that. Um, so um, anything else you want out of him at this point in time? And he'll try to get the, the meeting, he's, but he is uh, very straightforward that he thinks it's unlikely to happen due to your, um, your current association with Lynn. Yes. Um, well, let me say that my colleague is more pragmatic than I would have thought. Uh, Uh, much as as you are, Mr. Lee, uh, 
and I. Your colleague has a reputation of steadfast loyalty to those fools and their regime. However pragmatic she is, that is uh, the obstacle to her making any headway with us. It's an obstacle for you making any headway. Understood. Let me say that she does not grasp at the cross about her neck as often as I would expect her to. Well, Jax and I will, I'm fond of you, so I will leave you with a final thought. The arrangement that has been in place since the unpleasantness of 1955. The arrangement holds, but what happened then has not been forgotten. There is still a debt to be settled. Make sure you're not in the wrong side when those accounts are settled. Thank you for the information. Uh, so let's get to Greg Lamont's uh, network, and then we'll circle back to the embassy. Yes. So I guess uh, we're walking back. Walking back to the north side of the city with the, towards the building where uh, Luke Jiang works. And I guess uh, Jackson, wait outside uh, on this one. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking probably given the lateness of the day that uh, maybe he had finished his duty shift. And mm -hmm. so they directed you to, uh, you know, my suspicion is that he doesn't get paid well enough to have his own apartment in Saigon. So there's probably some kind of uh, a dormitory you know, or something like a BOQ kind of barracks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, it's probably actually just like a house that's been co-opted and a bunch of officers, you know, low-grade officers stuffed in there so yeah. they, they, they direct you over to that location okay good I'll, do, I'll knock on the door there sure. and uh depending on who answers if uh, let's say i'm yeah i'm, I'm looking for uh luke jian cn thomas great uh, uh, yeah I, i'm assuming you've been over there before so they okay. they kind of recognize you and oh yeah they gesture you in and somebody calls for him um just give me one second. I'm type something before I forget it. Okay. Um, and, uh, Is Craig still with us? 
Looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. Like it, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, so he uh, he sees you and a big smile. You know, Craig. He calls out in English because he's working on his English, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes and and gets you a warm beer because uh, that's what they have is warm beer. Right. Um, so. Uh, uh, we weren't supposed to meet tonight, were we? No, no. I just came across something. I wanted to run it by you to see what you know. And I'm gonna, you know, as we're talking here, I want to put to uh, pull out a. I brought a carton of cigarettes along. I'm just gonna hand it off to him. And, nice. Uh, say, hey, what, have you heard of anything about? Chinese uh, involved in um, working with the CIA or any kind of involved, like the Chinese criminal element running operations or uh, I came across something I hadn't heard of that before. I just want to uh, see if you, you got any, uh, any, any line on any line on that. Hmm. I CIA in Chinese. He looks troubled when you, like when he's kind of repeating that. He's trying to do yeah. it all in English. He's really trying to work on his English. Sure. Um, so, but at one point he's like, he's just having a hard time putting in English. Then he uh, switches to Vietnamese with you. And, and mm-hmm. well, but, I mean, Chinese communists in the CIA? Is that what you're asking about? Or, or something different? I don't know if they're communists or not, but it looks like a, like, a criminal element. Ah. Oh. I don't say, I wouldn't say anything's really come across my desk, but I know a guy. He was a, uh, someone's going to help me. Mustang. That's when you start as a non-commissioned and then you actually become an officer, correct? Right. Perfect. All right. So I don't, whatever the Vietnamese version of this would be. Um, so uh, he calls to a buddy of his. We're going to have to give this buddy a name. Somebody give me a male Vietnamese name. Anybody's got a generator up? Yeah, I just closed it out. Let's see. Where is it at? Oh, someone put it one. There you go. That's good. Oh, did you put it in chat? Yeah, I'm not pronouncing it. Yeah. Let me jump back. Vo Zhuan Cao. Good enough. Nice. That is Close enough. fantastic. Yeah. And now you're going to make me search in my files for a second, but that's all right. Uh, so he calls this guy over. He stays at the house. This guy's uh, also got lieutenant bars on, mm-hmm. but he looks like he's could be 40 years old. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, and he is uh, also in the intelligence unit for Arvin. Um, 
he's also working on the land side of the deal. He's actually focused on um, some rumors that the North Vietnamese may actually be smuggling things um, through Laos and Cambodia uh, into the country. Mm-hmm. So he's working, he's working that issue. That's kind of, you know, and anytime people in your line of work meet, there's always a little bit of shop talk uh, sure. on the, on the front end is that as part of the introduction, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he starts asking this guy about the, uh, the Chinese. And at first he gets the uh, Vogue gets kind of a annoyed look. Um, I'm just going to type one more thing in my notes so I don't forget it. Um, It's a little annoyed, but he basically relays to you that um, he's not heard of any recent involvement with the uh, the Chinese and the CIA, uh, the organized crime uh, mm-hmm. Chinese. Um, he clearly has a very low opinion of the Chinese organized crime. Uh, and you get out of him over the course of the conversation that he, he keeps an eye on the subject, even though it's not officially part of his duties, because he actually fought in the Battle of Saigon. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, he was technically not in the. Uh, I just have to look one thing up. This is why I'm dragging. He was not in the formal Arpen at that time. Mm-hmm. He was in one of those militias that you guys may have remembered me talking about that basically were, quote unquote, made part of the uh, army. Uh, of course, I can't find my folder. This is terrible radio. And he was in the Cao Dai militia. C A O D A I. Is that any relation to his name, or is that just a coincidence? Hard to say. Uh, so maybe he was leaving. Uh, uh, Greg probably would not know anything about the cow die mm-hmm. uh, militia. Uh, this is really annoying. It's one of the places to look. I wanted to give you something, but mm-hmm. can't figure out where I saved it. Son of a bitch. Oh, that's where it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so he, he's uh, so I'll, I'll do the talking part and then I'll see if I can't 
get you the image part. So he basically tells tells you that um, that the Chinese organized crime it, then they were under the name the Bin Zuen, um, mm -hmm. and uh, that the Cao Dai militia came to DM's uh, aid uh, and played a key role in the Battle of Saigon and helped uh, break the Benzian as an organized fighting force. Um, you know, he killed a bunch of uh, uh, Chinese along the way um, and that he knows ever since then there have been pretty deep-seated grudges and there's been, there's been vows of vengeance uh, mm -hmm. that was going to be had against the DMs. Um, but, you know, is there something more specific you're looking for? I mean, they're bad people. And if, you know, GM was smart, he wouldn't wait. Uh, he wouldn't wait for them to make their move. He'd make his move. Okay. So they're not just here to, like, you know, to run gambling dens and right you know hookers and stuff like that that's they're they're politically motivated here um well they're never gonna you know not do business <laughs> i mean come on now let's not be crazy um but they are uh certainly gonna do let me just see if this is gonna work There we go. Uh, hey, finally got it up. Uh, so I threw up an image in uh, mm -hmm. uh, rock or not rocket chat. The the chat for the game. Uh, it is uh, that's a badge that you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. um, and he's actually got it on his uniform, which is kind of odd. Um, but nobody seems to be giving him grief about that. Uh, so, but again, he basically takes the position that they're going to make their money, they're going to commit their crimes, but they are no friends of the M regime. And that in his his experience, they would stop at nothing to, um, to topple DM if they if they could. Uh, and he's actually looking forward to. Uh, the day that they try, because uh, he's hopeful that he'll have an opportunity to go kill more uh, Chinese criminals. Um, because in his mind, the, the debt's not settled. Okay. Is the regime aware that these guys are taking root in Saigon? Well, the problem with this regime is... Uh, you know, with one hand, they clench the iron fists and try to smash down anyone that opposes them. And with the other hand, the palm is open, ready to receive uh, yeah. that which might make their life uh, more comfortable. Ah. So, uh, okay. We're just helping our own. Yeah. Oh, I'm just 
Oh, I put this name in my list, so now I have to go back and find it in the source material. Because uh, he tells you that um, in the Battle of Saigon, the leader of their militia mm -hmm. was killed, and he holds the Chinese uh, responsible for it. And uh, I'll give you his name in a second. Um, Oh, really? Why can't I find his name? Sorry. Ah, Trin Min. And I'm going to say Tha or The. It's T H E, and it's got a little accent mark above the E. Yeah. That he was the general in charge of the Cao Dai militia, and and you can tell when he starts telling talking about this guy, mm -hmm. like he was he was the John Wayne for these guys. Like you know, he was just a badass lead from the front, you know, go getter. Um, hated the communists, but also hated the uh, organized crime guys, and so um, came to the aid of DM in 1955. Uh, but he was killed in the Battle of Saigon. And uh, that's one reason why this guy ended up joining the regular Arvin uh, mm -hmm. afterwards was because he wanted to to kill more communists. And he wanted to kill more of these uh, these Chinese gangsters. Um, Jose was a great man. Uh, and above table... Uh, well, well, uh, at whatever point you guys want to know more about Chaldaism, I'll tell you the very small amount about Chaldaism that I know. Uh, but basically, that's kind of what he gives you, that um, he doesn't have any knowledge of a CIA connection, but um, everything he hears and everything he sees is that they're, they're just biding their time waiting for the opportunity to, to take TM out, help take TM out, and you know, they want payback for 1955 as well. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. Okay. Let's cut over to the, actually, let's do this. I want to go get a glass of red wine. Everyone take a drink, drink, sure. and then we will go to the embassy. That sounds good. Nice. All right. Okay. 30 seconds, maybe a minute. Y'all getting drinks too? Yeah, I already grabbed a beer, so I'm, I'm good. Nice. Yeah, and some Funyuns. That's a good call. God, I've had those in forever. Yeah, my wife bought a big package of a big box of like little snack packs of mm -hmm. chips and stuff, and nobody ate the Funyuns. <laughs> so I finished what? getting them off. Damn, <laughs> those will be the first ones to go in my... <laughs> yeah, the, the Funyuns and the Chili Cheese Fritos, nobody mm -hmm. uh, nobody picked up on those. So I'm not, I'm not too... Oh, you're, 
Your game, man. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of beer you say you drink again? Uh, Stella. Stella, okay. Yeah. The Artois. Good stuff. Are you playing uh, Unconditional Surrender anymore? No, I, I did like a big solo game like last year, and uh, that was the last I've uh, I've played it. I mean, they've made a bunch of changes to the Vassal module. I wanted to try it again. Okay, it's solo. Okay. I mean, I, I like I like playing it solo. I think as a post game, it, um, it really. I mean, it's it's really just a two player game for like you know most of thirty nine and. 40 right until for like the whole one whole year of you know 12 turns or so it takes uh to get uh get that other person involved yeah i think across someone... your uh your storage solution pictures the other day and i was like oh yeah i remember seeing that at the the con oh so. right <laughs> right yeah i mean i don't know how i jammed all those into one tray but yeah it, it worked yeah, it's a fun game. I think that's the that I would say that's the only shortcoming. I think is that it, it it just you know if you're playing the full the full game, one person really just doesn't have anything to do just based on the political restrictions. You know, mm-hmm. which game? Unconditional surrender. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was Russia in that game, wasn't yeah, I? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just, and we didn't have quite enough time to really, you know, get far enough along to where Jesse would would have, you know. Oh, that's been... right. Jesse sat in too. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. No. I... <laughs> well, it, and it's it's interesting because Russia like has stuff to do, just not nearly as much as everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of have to choose who you're annexing. I mean, freeing next. Yeah. Um... Yeah, because otherwise it, it's a really clean rule set. You know, it's a. I mean, it's a. It, you know, it gets like the, you know, grand strategic, it, you know, it handles that level pretty well, you know, yeah. abstracts just enough to, to, you know, make it play. You don't have to, you know, there's not so much like bookkeeping and uh, I, I, I do really like the system, but that's I, I highly recommend the uh, the unconditional surrender case blue that came in the, the C3I magazine. Right. Yeah. That is, that really shows you sort of how how to play it right Mm -hmm. it's a small enough it's it's a literally an eight and a half by 11 map and there's so much going on that you 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 start to understand the the mechanisms and you can you can you know iterate a few times to to really nail it down yeah everybody back indeed yes yep yeah i'm sorry we were talking war games i I apologize. Well, it's, it's, it's okay Nerds. because I mean, while, we're a, <laughs> while we're a role-playing guild, I know recently there's been a little uptick in this wargaming you know, thing, <laughs> and we, you know, we've embraced that. So I think it's a cool way when people aren't role-playing to to yeah, do some creative some war stuff. games. Yeah. So you know, I mean, maybe you know what you guys could consider doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a, right. it's a more of a hell of an idea, right there. Just, you just talking about war games, not not the normal. Uh, who would listen to that crap? 
<laughs> Not me. We're mostly be you guys you. bloviating, but that's all right. So, okay, it is the uh, U.S. Embassy um, in 1963, and uh, Willie, you you know went in, you made your um, your initial secure call. Where is there anything else you're going to try to do in the embassy? Uh, you know, while you're waiting for that time to to pass to get the return call. Now that you mention it, uh, no, no, I I muddle around the office, do some paperwork, uh, check okay. in on a few people. You know, nothing, nothing Delta Green related though. Are you having Lynn tag along the whole time? Yeah, I, mean, I was trying to think about what her her status would be. You know, I, um, you know, certainly sounds like getting her in would be no problem. Um, it would be the first time you brought a Vietnamese national in uh, okay. to the embassy. So yeah, yeah, in the intelligence trade. Okay, yeah, yeah, get a, yeah. She's she's by my side, okay. and uh, yeah, waiting for the call back. As you're doing paperwork, Lynn's, you know, subtly glancing over your shoulder. She'll shuffle, shuffle papers around on desks. And... <laughs> Just pass the time. Yeah. Try to look yeah. busy. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, Willie, uh, did you dream about that mountain last night? Oh, now that you mention it. <laughs> you never going to do anything about the mountain, Willie. Well, what can I do about the mountain? I don't know where the mountain is. Okay. It's possible that uh, the United States government has uh, more than one or two people uh, who think about Vietnam and the geography of Vietnam. Oh. And, you know you what? Know, now that you just... mention it, I, <laughs> I do have a cartographer friend. Doesn't have we'll, to be network. I mean, we'll call also, him a friend. There's um, also something called bureaucracy where you can spend out of bureaucracy to basically work the bureaucracy for to have it spit information out or do this, that, and the other. I mean, if you want to have a cartographer friend, that's fine. Um, so. so what would be the difference between having a, I'm just mechanically, having a cartography friend and putting network points in versus... I'm thinking bureaucracy would be I go to the cartography department. You know, is that is that the kind of difference we're talking about? Yeah, I think the I think the probably the the differences I think mechanically there's not necessarily a different outcome. Mm-hmm. The the there's an overlap there, but you know bureaucracy basically is within the confines of what your organization does. So, you know, it's the CIA. So if, for example, you wanted information on a rare tropical disease, uh, that might not be something the bureaucracy could do. Um, And the bureaucracy can do things that potentially a network person can't do. Like the bureaucracy might be able to detail an airplane to take you to another place or um, give the intelligence file on somebody, you know. So there is potentially a lot of overlap. They're both ways to acquire uh, 
information. And then, you know, the ultimate thing with network is when you spend down to zero, that network, that person is mechanically of no value to you. Mm-hmm. And the rules tell me as a handler, once they are zeroed out, <laughs> they're now, they're now, now they can be burned. Now they can yeah. be targeted and this, that, and the other. So, yeah. so that gives me some role-playing stuff to, to play off. So, okay. you know, I, I don't want everyone to feel like, oh, this game's all about network. Network is a very, very powerful uh, skill. Um, so, yeah, uh, that may be overkill for this. This now you describe right. it that way. That maybe so. Uh, I do think that. All right, here kind of a, a dual. You know, we've got a number of hours. Uh, okay. Let's let's presume that there's a cartography department that's responsible for the maps and the locations and all that around um, mm-hmm. around Vietnam. Yeah. Um, you know, for intelligence purposes, of course. And then right. I also imagine there's a, a research team uh, who may be able to provide, you know, sh- should I get some a lead on Lonely Mountain? Sure. Um, again, I could turn them to uh, to that. So, so not an ongoing resource, but kind of more of a a one-time. Uh, right. right. So bureaucracy basically are yeah. one-time spins to, to make the machine spit something out for you. Or, or do you, I mean, sometimes just do something for you. Um, okay. Again, in the Google Doc, I actually cut and paste out of the rule book. Um, exam, you know, the descriptions they give in the rule book. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and now bureaucracy, you typically test. That's the other thing. Network, you spend those points, you've got those points, you know, and then I just evaluate, you know, what what's one por- point of this person's network worth versus what's two points. So, so depending on what you're asking the agency to do, will tell me, uh, you know, the the difficulty of your test. So you know, this sounds like probably a standard task. You're basically going to try to find out if the agency has any information that leads you to uh, where the Lonely Mountain might be. So, yeah, and are we going to do these separately? Uh, like I, I kind of set it up so that where is it, and then two you know, what's the history on it? That's kind of two separate attempts, we're thinking? Um, I'm not sure know? at this point. So let's, um, I think knowing where it is mm-hmm. potentially is going to lead to some role-playing. So, um, yeah. So I, I make my way down to the basement of the embassy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where we keep... You know the folks that that we need to keep around, but we'd rather not have them. You know, okay. stealing the glory from the 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 wonderful work that the uh, Directorate of Plans uh, is doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. But every once in a while, we need a, a map, and uh, so we do keep our cartographers down in the basement. Right. So I head down there, make my way past the elevator, down around a couple corridors, through a an old battered white painted door and it opens up and the lighting's not actually not too bad they need good lighting to 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 do their work but uh otherwise it's it's smoke filled and dingy um there's two guys down there who are who are uh 
kind of like the primary workers in this department. Right. And yeah, I, I, I walk up to him and say, uh, Miller, can I, uh, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, yeah. Uh, Willie. Yeah. Willie. Uh, yeah. What can I, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, Mr. Kane would be fine. Um, Need me to go out with you to to a meet? Uh, no, not at this point. I mean, I've been studying the field guide. Like I could, I could be your backup. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great plan. But let's put that aside for a minute. We'll save that for later because you want something, don't you? I got a hot one for you. Oh, this one's great. Oh man, you you could really help the department here. Okay. Uh, great coordinates or province, please. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more uh, open-ended than that. Uh, okay. Uh, I heard someone he talking. to the wall. And there's yeah. a map of like the country of South Vietnam. Uh, that general. <laughs> well, you tell me. Uh, someone was talking to me. Uh, uh, in confidence about uh, a mission that I'm working on and brought up something called the Lonely Mountain. But I don't know where it is. And I couldn't ask him given the situation. Um, what do you know about the Lonely Mountain? Where is it? Is it part of a larger range? Lonely. Uh, is this Is this a joke? Are you pranking me? No. No, I wouldn't bring you into this if uh, I didn't think you could pull it off. Hey, uh, hey, Barney, he calls to the other guy. Come over here. Uh, so Mr. Kane apparently needs a – do you want a map or an image? Uh, I need a map. A, a map of the Lonely Mountain. Let's take he both, actually. I need to confirm. I need to confirm uh, uh, which one it is. I make make sure that I'm looking at the right one. Yeah. So I, I need uh, a map and an image. So uh, he's looking over at his coworker Barney, and he's like, Barney, any guess on how many single mountain map and or images we have? for Vietnam and he's like wow, hundreds hundreds and he kind of flippantly like gets a piece of paper and a pencil and uh, Hansi says here why don't you draw us a sketch of your mountain and then we'll see if it matches anything we have all right <laughs> Jason, he killed me. Um, yeah, I mean, Discord shit, nice. Uh, I, just, I, I posted a map of to the Lonely Mountain. Lonely Mountain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Everyone knows. thinking whenever he says it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, awesome. <clears throat> so, you gonna try to sketch this thing out? Yeah, I mean, going going from the memory of my dream, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, have you considered my... mashed potatoes? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I do my best with my chicken scratch drawing, but yeah. So here's the weird thing. Uh, you're not much of an artist, but as you start to draw this, mm-hmm. um, you're like make a perfect copy of the image you saw out in Anjiang province. I mean, so, so kind of like beyond my understood skills of what I would expect. Way, way beyond your understood skills. Mm. Um, How about so, that? Yeah, in fact, why don't you roll a stability test for me? Uh, okay. Uh, and, and this might be a point in time where if you've got any bonds left, you might want to consider using some of those to, to spend. Uh-oh. Uh okay. So you'll be fine. <laughs> All right. So he's mechan- just trying to get you to burn through your resources really. Yeah. So mechanically I I I'm at a loss at what I need um, to do. Um yeah, so let's so I'm, gonna, re- I'm gonna dive into your character sheet and see. Yeah, so if you look in your character sheet on your bonds, there's a number next to each of them. Um uh, and those are basically points that you can spend towards a stability test. Right. You basically destroy your character's personal relationships in return for right. ending. Right. And, so and I, do not, to... I do not see these points. I see... Uh... I see Dr. Reginald Cratley, uncle yep. who recently ran her Willie's Life Black Sheep and SEA Scholar. And yep. then I see a three to the... I do not uh... see that three. Oh, maybe I need to... No, I maybe do get not. out of maybe get out of play and get into uh, uh, yeah this I don't think this will be this is not in play so you have to be out of play mode all right uh, okay yeah so I get in edit mode okay got it yep so you can spend from those bonds mm-hmm. to basically have extra points to spend on your uh, test I don't know mechanically in the in the game, whether it's going to let you add them into your role, yeah. uh, but we know that you can spend those points. So, so you can spend those the same way you'd be able to spend stability points as a modifier to your role. Um, and I will say that um, this is not as, as intense a sensation as when you remember seeing the picture for the first time, mm-hmm. but, but mm-hmm. clearly recreating the picture has brought you back into contact with whatever it is that affected you the way it did before, um, which is why you're taking a stability test. It's probably one of the easier sure. stability tests you're going to probably have to take. Sure. And that's about as much hinting as I'm willing to do. Okay. Well, then I'll, uh, as much as I'd like to call on my uncle uh, and burn him, <laughs> Uh, I'll go ahead and just do the a straight up roll. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, um, let's see. How do I get back to that? Nope. So you should be back in play mode and just make a stability roll. Uh, how do I get back into play mode? Nope. That's print. Uh, probably hit play. Yeah, I, no, I think I would figure that part out if I could find play. Where is play? Now I'm, green. now I'm green. Oh, there it is. Now it just came back. 
Okay. I swear, I swear, I swear it wasn't there for a moment. Okay. Uh, well, that's sanity. Stability. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, You're down to two, is my recollection. Uh, down to one, it says here. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, fuck my uncle. Um, <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I think about the time that I, I spent with uh, Dr. Crately, my uncle, and uh, as you know, he's a Southeast Asia scholar. Right. And um, uh, he explained to me a little bit about uh, the geography of Southeast Asia and and uh, Vietnam in particular. And so I'm I'm drawing on that and that particular memory of when I was younger and had his side when our relationship was better. And so yeah, he can he can I can burn him a little bit. So yeah. I'll spend one point and then um so do I uh I guess okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I clicked on stability. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a zero point spend, but then we're going to add one to the roll. Yes. Okay. Yeah, who needed that point? Boom. And you know, somehow that uh, <laughs> you know it, it's changed how you think about your uncle, but it did give you the the moment to really center yourself and. Take a deep breath, you drop the pencil down, and Miller and Barney are just looking at you like, what the? And Barney grabs it, and he goes, hold on a second. And he walks off, and he comes back, uh, and he... says, there you go. They call that the Black Virgin Mountain. Hmm. Kind of strange name, but... That's it. That is it. Barney, so, way to go, Barney. Thank you, Barney. Yep. And uh, just for your benefit, where did I put the other thing? Nope. Nope. Oh. I gotta go back and reorganize. Uh, there we go. Uh, just for everybody's benefit now. Uh, all right, it won't let me throw it up in Discord, so I'm gonna have to go over here and put it in the Google Doc. So, or we put too many images in. I'm not sure. It said your images are too powerful, and I'm like, that's not that big an image. So, uh, so let's go over here. So I'll throw an image in the Google Doc for you. Scintillating radio. So the next image is uh, I put it in the Google Doc. It's just kind of a it's the current map of uh, 
Vietnam. And I don't know if you can, can you guys enlarge that? Uh, no, not really. All right. So the, bottom, the image. Yeah. Just so click on it and then click open original. Oh, there not you go. Really. What? So what I've done is I've just taken a map and in the bottom right corner in Ho Chi Minh City, I put a black flag that's now uh, was Saigon in 1963. And then way out on the left edge of the map, there's a red pin that I put. And that's basically where y'all went to uh, mm. the Buddhist pagoda in Anjiang province. And then top of the map kind of about a one third from the right edge is a green pen where Black Virgin Mountain is, just to kind of give you a sense of the uh, general relationship between where these places are. Um, so, Willie, about the time that you get done with all this stuff, they give you, you know, again, they give you the image, they probably have a couple other images, and they give you like a local map uh, of the area. Um, and then they send you back upstairs and you get notified that you have a, uh, a call waiting in the secure um, communication room. Mm -hmm. But they emphasize, like the, the duty officers for the embassies emphasizing the secure communication room. She's going to have to wait outside pointing at Lynn. Hmm. One says I'll go make coffee. Oh, I don't care much for that, but rules are rules. Right. Um, so in you go, and uh, you get connected with, uh, is it Tom Donahue? Tom. Tommy. Tommy, it's Willie. Uh, uh, Willie is, I got your message. Um, Good morning. How you doing? Well, thanks for, uh, for calling me back. Not a well. Um, let's just say that it wasn't. My morning's not going the way I planned it to go. When I came in, the first thing I saw was the message that you left. Oh, this is some kind of joke, Willie. Are you <laughs> having fun? <laughs> oh, my Tom. Tom, Tommy, come on, come on. It's not like that at all. Well, what's going on? Uh, I had a couple questions for you. Uh, uh, you saw your boss the other night. Bit of a surprise. Uh, you know you anything saw... about that? What's he doing out here? Well, that's... I mean, Willie, that's need to know. You're... You're, if you're not cleared for that operation, you, I mean, what do you expect me to do? I'm not in charge of that. Take it up with your station chief. You know, maybe he's cleared. <laughs> uh, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Uh, doesn't have to go down like this. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, there's some things I need to know. Let's put it that way. And... Probably in your best interest if uh, you help me out. 
really security clearances and operational security, they don't fuck around about that. That stuff's serious. I mean, look, I, I, I'd be happy to help you with, you know, pretty much anything that comes across, you know, the everyday desk. But, I mean, Willie, you're asking me to divulge stuff that you're not cleared to know. Yeah, well, you know who else isn't fucking around? I'm not fucking around, Tommy. You owe me. Is Okay, okay, just calm down, Willie. I mean... And I don't have time for your bullshit. Is there anything else bullshit for you? your boss is up to? I'm the one calling the shots right now. You listen to me. If you were here, I'd punch you in the face and ram your head into a car door. Because <laughs> you're one punch, Willie Kane. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Willie Kane, director of operations. Um, and so he gets a little offended when you. You make that crack about whatever bullshit your boss is doing, and, and he's already upset just because he knows what you're implying. Um, and he's pissed at you, though, when you said the bullshit. And he said, My boss is acting directly at the behest of the Secretary of State. So you can just shove that wherever freaking you want to shove that. That's not bullshit. Well, Tommy, that causes a lot of problems out here in country. That place is nothing but problems. And they all come from DM and his crooked family. They're losers. Okay? Everybody here in D.C. knows it. And it's getting really hard to defend these guys in Congress. It's really hard to get to defend these guys. You know, the media is all over us. Something's got to change. Okay. Or otherwise everything's going down the drain out there. In the meantime, your boss is going around the back of the ambassador, the local ambassador and all the directives that are coming down. I'll tell you what. What, really, what, what's he supposed to do? Tell the, the Secretary of State, I'm sorry, you have to go talk to my boss and ask him to ask me to do this for you? Now who's being silly? Now who's being unrealistic? Well, maybe you have a point. I don't know. I'll tell you what, Tommy, here's how it's going down. <laughs> I want to know what your boss is up to. He's paying off the military. I want to know why he's doing it. And you better give me this fucking information. Or word's going to get out about you. Hey, 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 hey. Look, Willie. I'm sorry that I gave you some bad news, okay? But I, I've got a career. My parents would, I mean, they would never, ever be able to go back to Cape Cod, ever, if this came out. 
you can't do this to me, okay? You can't do this to me. I mean, I thought we were friends, and now you're holding this over my head? Hey, I don't have to do anything to you. Just give me the information I need. And make it quick. Either you know it, or you go find it out, and you get back to me by tomorrow morning. Look, I don't know precisely who he's talking to. Um, you know, and all I know is he's freaking pissed. Because whatever he was working on didn't go right. I was freaking up half the night last night arranging a wire transfer of money, cash, because he needs more cash. Whatever he had didn't work out. Look. Oh, I know about the money. I need to know why. I'm supposed to talk to him later this morning, so I'll see what I can find out, if I can get something more specific. But you don't want to be on the wrong side of him. He's no, a great I don't. man. Ugh. He's a Tommy, great don't leader. don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. He's done great things for this country in the past. I'm sure whatever he's doing now is with the same drive the same passion and the same goal of what's what's best for this country don't be on the wrong side of that willie i'll keep that in mind but make it quick all right um let's just say this time tomorrow i'll see what i can figure out oh let's not just say it it's happening (laughs) right Tommy that's right sure fuck you Willie that's Mr. Kane (laughs) (laughs) fuck you Mr. Kane hey he disconnects the line line goes dead (laughs) yeah line goes dead hey hey motherfucker Uh, so you're done in the secure communications room and, uh, you come out, sulk uh, out. Yep. Uh, and right as you're coming out the door, you almost collide with two people who appear to be ready to go in the core, uh, uh in the door, excuse me, uh, Lucian Conan and Ambassador Lodge, uh, apparently are going to be doing some secure communication. And I think with that, we'll fade to black, gentlemen. It lodges the ambassador, right? Yes. Yep. Ah. yep. <laughs> now I'm really confused. <laughs> Everybody's working together. Well, that's how I run these games. Uh, Do I know any spells? <laughs> yet? Where, where's yet. my, uh, where's my tome there. of... Where's my Necronomicon so I can <laughs> cast shriveling on somebody? Yep. 
right, boys. Uh, good session. I feel like we're picking some momentum up. You guys mm-hmm. have definitely have some stuff to research for the next session. Um, uh, anyone who wants is free to uh, Google Black Virgin Mountain and read the Wikipedia. There's there's not a lot there. It's a real um, place. It's a real place. Um, or up the Google map on uh, Discord. Yeah, yeah, look at that. There we go. Um, so, uh, and I, I just, cards on the table. Um, if you read the Wikipedia article, you're going to see that there's a legend associated with it. Mm-hmm. And so f- feel free to click links in there there's a link about the cow die feel free to to click that and read that uh feel free to look up uh trin min t-h-e if you choose um and because a lot of this i think is information that at least some of the player characters would have mm-hmm. like I I am comfortable that uh, Jack Cooper would know that there is a a Buddhist holy site at Black Virgin Mountain and he probably knows enough to know that the cow die also have a uh, sect there uh, I think that Lin Som would definitely know the legend of um, I think it's Ba Den. Uh, mm-hmm. And Willie, Willie and Greg would not necessarily know about Black Virgin Mountain per se. Uh, but it, it, this is the kind of information that you could uncover without too much effort and or get briefed in by the other characters. So, so now you know where the Lonely Mountain is, and there's a legend associated with it. Okie dokie. Good stuff. And who knows who's on whose side in Saigon otherwise. (laughs) I mean, everyone's on their own side. A very, a very good observation. Um, And I will say... That when you read about like 1963 Saigon, uh, there was a, a lot of um, buttering, buttering bread on both sides and um, telling people what they want to hear and uh, very much kind of a, a uh, what do they call it? There's a subgenre of like, uh, spy fiction like i think it's called like world of mirrors where like you know everything's a reflection and you know like you just don't know who you can trust and this that and the other so the, i'm very much kind of throwing that vibe into this game mm-hmm. um so good session uh earlier today i put the link for the doodle in uh our discord so if you guys can vote, ideally, I'd like to pick two sessions out of all those dates um, 
I'm not going to utter words about what, where I think that puts us in regards to ending because <laughs> I've learned. Um, if you know anything about 1963 Saigon, you can probably get some sense of where an ending point would have to be. Um, whether this ends there or ends before, well, you know, that's we're playing with history right now. So some of that's going to be on, uh, yeah. up to y'all. Uh, so we don't have another session date nailed down unless everybody's already Googled or doodled, and I haven't realized that everybody's already doodled. So, um, yeah, I just did it inside. I did it in while well, someone else was taking their turn, so I did it really quickly. Okay, all right. I'll take a look at it. Um, I'll probably look at it tonight. I'll look at it tomorrow, and then I'll get some stuff out to you guys. Uh, questions, things that you'd like to say that you did before we wrap the session, anything like that? I would like to say I've been chatting with Rex off mic. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Mm. Felt that compelled just... to divulge that, huh? Well, I... Yeah. Okay. Willie and Lane are Lynn are the the worst spies ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think, no, I think Lynn's been doing pretty well. <laughs> Lynn's yeah. a pretty good spy. Okay, Willie's the worst <laughs> she, spy ever. <laughs> she's gotten every. No, Jack is the worst spy ever because he's not even a spy. <laughs> he's not a spy. He's an activist. So he's an. So activist. maybe there's a there's a meta story here. There might be. Uh, yeah. uh, about what what's worthy in life. So, um, uh, okay. Any other thoughts, comments for the good of the order before we pull yeah, up session good. This one? Lots of yeah, good no. story I'm, I'm having history fun. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I'm I've, this. I've given up a precise, specific. Oh, this is exactly how it's going to happen. I've got my I've got my bullet points. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm just throwing them in as you guys uh, give me opportunities to throw them in. So, which is fun. And, and everyone else seems to be having fun. So that's good. Yeah. Okay, boys, let me see if I can get Craig to leave. And then once I've done that, I will say farewell. So, so I have to probably go over here. Hold on. I close my You'll be happy to know, Rex, that when I was looking at Lonely Mountains last week, uh, Black Virgin Mountain was, was my choice for the Lonely Mountain. I stuff. no offense to anybody else, but uh, my over-under on who was likely to beat out of the gate with, I want to go to the Black Virgin Mountain. It was, in fact, a
I can't help it if I cry. 